welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thickton, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a few great men. I hope you guys are really enjoying the season, this special kind of series that we've been going full steam ahead with the Higher Achievers Consequence talking about everything from dealing with perfectionism and procrastination to the permissions that we do and don't give ourselves. And it's been such an incredible joyride of conversations between Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, and so many other ways that people have contacted me. I don't want to give it all specifically because it's just, it's too long. And you know, when you're on like every social media channel, it gets a little bit bizarre, but I've been having some incredible conversations with people over what this whole high achieving consequence is. And the reality, if you've been following the the last few episodes of the series, is it's all the the joys, kind of like that double-edged sword, that curse and blessing that you have as a high achiever, being able to move so efficiently in other people's eyes through projects and goals and hitting milestones and just getting things done. But knowing that on the back end of that, behind the curtains of that, There's all these incredible dips and lows that we go through. A lot of high achievers, especially women, and of course, you know, you you brave men that are out there too, that totally understand the importance of balance, balancing your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, finances, your business, everything. There's a lot of depression and anxiety that's related to that. There's, and it could be situational, could just be situational depression because you didn't hit a milestone or project in your timeline. The world sees it as done. The world sees it as great. You know, your coworkers or your colleagues are patting you on your back. You know, great job, Nikita. But in your mind, you're like, hey, that was supposed to be done three months ago or three weeks ago. And for some of us really uber perfectionists, you know, it could have been, it was just two hours behind and we're just kind of kicking ourselves for it and not necessarily always in a space of appreciating what has gotten done thus far. So what part of what I wanted to do with this whole series and kind of theming it out that way for the Balance Boldly podcast was really just addressing what's really happening behind the curtains. I mean, granted, we're phenomenal people. We're great. We're getting things done. We're making moves happen. We're impacting the world in our own little way, whatever way we're you know designed to do, or perhaps we're not doing it in the way we're designed to do, but we're, we are still moving the needle a little bit forward until we feel brave enough to go full throttle in whatever that angle is, right? But in the interim, we're beating ourselves up behind the scenes, and I don't think people really get an opportunity to see that. They go by the photos on Instagram, those snapshots of our reality, those tiny, tiny millisecond moments where you get to see the pretty plate of food or the sweat that looks like sparkle glistening off of our body because we had a great workout, but you don't see how much of a mind game it was just to get out of the bed to get the workout done or to make sure that you had the right foods in the house to have such a well-decorated plate, right? Like there's all these other things that are that are happening in the background. And I'm not just talking about for the people who are centered on optics, uh, because that's not the game that I play. I'm just not interested. But for your own reality, like to, to make it an optical, uh, not illusion, that's not the word I want to use, but just, you know, something that is aesthetically beautiful to you that you want to eat, that you want to do, that you want to feel proud of. There's a lot of stuff that goes behind that for us. Um, and a lot of it is because of the transitions that we're going through in our own mind and our own body. And, you know, sometimes in our relationship, whether that's in our leadership relationship, our personal relationship, 
or perhaps in our business and financial relationship. So today, I really um, am honored and so grateful to have been introduced to this lovely woman um, who I have not had an opportunity to meet physically in person yet, but that's how a lot of our future experts are, from California to Spain and Portugal and everything in between. There's a lot of people that I haven't had an opportunity to physically see, but some people you just want to meet in person because there's a, an energy or synergy that you get with them when you have these conversations or the way other people talk about them that makes you feel like, oh, like I need to sit at a cafe house with her. So this young lady, and I, you, know, you guys know I call everyone young lady, is one of those people that I feel this way about. Um, I am pleased to introduce you to Mariska Bogle. She is incredible. She has put in her work, as my friend Dr. Brandy Rana is always saying with her book, Put In Works, she's put in her work, her pedigree, her resume, everything says she is the truth. And even in that truth, she's not afraid to transition. And if there was any fear, she pushed through it because she found the freedom in being able to do it. Her resume and her history is long, y'all. I mean, like 10 plus years at the Philadelphia Tribune, multiple, multiple years working in strategic planning, business development, communication directors, global solutions, you name it, this woman has done it and all within the vein of trying to make a cross-cultural difference. I am so pleased to introduce you to Mariska Bogle, who is now in her, in her current phase, the executive director of Philadelphia Hospitality, helping people be adventurous and explore what's in their own backyard right here in Philadelphia with the richness and the history that we have. I am so excited to introduce you to this amazing woman, Mariska Bogle. Please welcome yourself to Balance Bully Podcast. How are you today? I'm terrific, Nikita. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, when you and I had an, a conversation, I guess maybe a few weeks ago now, I was thinking about all of the beautiful transitions that you've had to make over your 20 plus year without dating yourself <laughs> career <laughs> and how phenomenal your story has been and just kind of the layers that you worked even within the Tribune you had layers of yourself you didn't just have one position for 17 years um, and then there's Mariska the woman outside of Mariska the mogul in the making you know there's this other layer to you and I think that that's what the women who are listening and the few brave men who are listening to this episode today are really interested in is who is Mariska Bogle and how did you become this woman who's in this position now as an executive director of Philadelphia, Philadelphia Hospitality and helping people from all across the nation learn more about the culture of Philadelphia? How did you get here? And kind of what gives you the right to share the riches of the culture here? Okay, well, I hope I can um, um, share my experiences and that they find them valuable. Um, I've always considered myself somewhat of a pioneer and someone who was willing to take chances. Um, and someone who may have um, not gone down um, the pre prescribed path. I was probably the road not taken. Mm -hmm. And I have found real value in that. Um, but you may stack up my, my years of my experience and they only may um, equal someone much less because I may not appear as far mm -hmm. in my path and in my, in my direction. But all of it has been valuable to me as a person, uh, uh, as a person as Mariska Bogle and as Mariska Bogle as a professional. Um, I wasn't one of those folks who knew exactly what I wanted to do in life. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have a life that was um, 
authentic. I wanted to always be me. Um, and I wanted to explore life. And I, I believe that everything would come together. And it has, but there are certainly times when it hasn't. And I still have a long way to go. Um, there's a quote I, I like to stand by. Um, because you, you do compare yourself to other folks. Mm -hmm. you, it's just, it's, it's nature, it's natural. It's human. It's human. And one of my quotes is, um, all who wander are not lost. Mm -hmm. I love that. So I may have gone on different paths. I may have, um, I certainly began in, in um, I've always been involved in print, mm -hmm. whether it was in college um, and, and in my later years working for the Philadelphia Tribune, but print was something I, I gravitated towards. So it was either um, editing my college publication. Um, but I say all of that. Um, so I, I, I was in print. I was in media. I was in advertising. And then I even did a little stint as a legal secretary trying to um, make my way in New York. Okay. Legal secretary job paid. Advertising didn't. So I wasn't afraid to try something new. That's right. Be the dream. <laughs> and a skill that I didn't necessarily have that was way out of my, my um, um, comfort zone. So all of these things I, I've done in, in my wandering path are parts of who I am, and all of those pieces I use to connect my dots. Mm -hmm. No, I 100% agree. I'm thinking of um, this morning I was able to have tea with a mutual friend of ours, Rachel uh, Hotton, and she was telling me a story that I could see it in her eyes. She never shared with anyone. She was remembering the first time that she even connected herself to visual media, and it was being a, a part of some conversation was happening at a church and she, her curiosity made her wander she saw computers in another room she wandered over to the computers just to see what it was and a gentleman came over and asked her about her curiosity, like hey why are you on the side of the building and it led him to say we would love to train you if you'd mm -hmm. be interested and that was what became the beginning of many many years after that she had no idea she would own a video production company 10 plus years later so your curiosity can absolutely when it's created from a space of, of passion and embracing all that is interesting about yourself, even if you're not really sure what those things are, it makes a difference and it does connect the dots for where you're going. So I agree with you. That's phenomenal. So it's been an interesting journey. Mm -hmm. um, and as I said earlier, I, I, I like trying new things and I like being a pioneer and I haven't let um, my years of experience impact me I don't believe negatively yeah. I mean you're not so ready so much to leap off that cliff right as the older you get because you have more to lose that's right but I still believe I have that sense of, of, of wonder and excitement in life whether it's even professionally or just personally going to a new country a new city or even um, as I navigate walking to and from um, work is going down a different street okay so cha you're changing I, behaviors to create different patterns for yourself and open up new opportunities, even on a daily walk on, to work. On a daily walk to work, sure. That's amazing. So what like, what scares you, Mariska? Like you're clearly not afraid of change. You're not afraid to try something new, even the things that you're like, well, technically I don't have the skill set for that, but hey, let's go into legal secretary world, you know, whatever the case is. So what are those moments, if you can think back to, uh, okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know, like, do you have a barometer or a measurement that says, you know, I, I'll try anything, but I won't do that. Well, I, I think I probably harbor some of the same fears that some women and men might is, yeah. is really the fear of failure. Right. Um, 
it is that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and I don't like being told no. Okay. So sometimes I will have to say those cold calls. I was just having a conversation. You know, you, you sometimes you have to make those cold calls and do a sales pitch, and I really don't do well with no. Mm-hmm. Um, um, when I when I make those calls, I I, I I like to just have one or two that that they they express an interest so I can keep going. Right. Um, but but I don't like no. Um, I don't think anybody does, no. and nobody wants to hear that. And so no's fear of failure, and then you kind of have to regroup. Yeah. And you have to talk to yourself and you have to say, what what are your fears? Sometimes it might even be a fear of success. I mean, how big do you get? How do you manage? Right. Um, um, the organization to which I'm in uh, charge of now, um, we're on the precipice of that. Mm-hmm. And you have to be real careful about success because if you don't grow success in the right way, yeah. it may not work. There are a lot of companies out there we could look at, and mm-hmm. I can name quite a few that mm-hmm. grew big and grew too big and too fast. That's right. So it's how do you manage even the success, yeah. but I'm, I'm good for that. It's interesting that you said that, um, because you and I were talking a little bit before we, you know, pressed play, so to speak, about the high achievers and high achiever consequence, and I was laughing with you because you were like, I'm not a high achiever, and I'm like, your resume says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think your pedigree says something totally different. Uh, but I will say that one of the things I've seen over the last 20 plus years as a clinician and an advisor is high achievers are definitely much more afraid of success than they are of failure. And, and, they, and they do kind of go hand in hand. The, the pendulum swings, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. The fear of failure is really about being rejected, right? Like who wants to be, you don't want to be rejected by your partner, by your child, and you definitely don't want to be rejected in business because there's some bottom line dollars that can follow you if you Correct. keep getting too many of those no's. But the success... Um, cup of tea, if you will, that people have a hard time swallowing is because that means that a lot of the self-discipline that they had for how they are right now isn't the same. It's not going to be the same level. They need more of it in a different way if they really achieve the success that they've been dreaming about. If you really turn you know, the 10-person business into the 100-person business, well, there's a lot more people management. There's a lot more conflict to handle. There's a lot more gift cards to give out when people win, you know, that there's so many other elements and there's a lot more exposure that can happen to your your habits and your routines and your rituals that you can hide a little bit when you're in a ten person team. Right. You know what I mean? It's 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 also when you look at that, um, there's certain standards I have and you, you kinda mentioned what were the things you would and wouldn't do. And at this point what really speaks to me is my quality of life. Mm-hmm. It is. It's the fact, and and I, I when I mentioned that I walk to work, that's really important to me. Yeah. Um, it just is. You know, I, I it's the spring is is here, and I, I hear the birds when I walk, mm-hmm. and I I don't listen to music. I don't listen to anything. I want to hear. Right. I want to feel the streets. I want to hear what's going on around me. I want to be awake and alive. So my quality of life at this point is very important to me, and while we all need. Bottom line, you need you need you know you need money to, yeah, to money live matters. and survive. Mm-hmm. Um, success will bring you that, but it also taxes you in different kinds of ways. Mm-hmm. So you, for me, it's finding my medium to my my level of success and what works for me at this stage where I am. Mm-hmm. So success are, are, is measured in in relationships. Yes, um, it's measured in how I um, 
can effectively impact and deal with people. I, I, I don't need throngs. I need, I'm always, I need a few good women. That's right. And a few, and, and a good, you know, but I, I, I'm not trying to captivate, you know, an audience unless right. I'm giving a presentation. Right. Um, I have a small group of friends that are important to me. And I guess I guess I am an authentic person, so I it's my quality of life that's important to me. No, I think you hit on kind of the cornerstone of everything that Balance Boldly the podcast is about. We really want people to balance what matters to them. Like at the end of the day, you know, money matters because we live in the world. <laughs> you know, you got to eat, got to have on lights, uh, and and everything else that goes into that. In addition to the luxuries that you may want to have but to your point quality matters more than anything for you to know that there's a blessing in every moment that you can hear the birds that you can feel the wind on your body Mm -hmm. you know whatever Mm -hmm. the case is Mm -hmm. and I'm a strong believer in the senses of the sensibility that you can embrace because there's a lot of people who don't have that um on every level there's people who are stuck in the hospital who don't get to feel real sunlight and there's luminous lights all around them and it's not the same as the sun on their skin so I like I applaud you on so many levels for really paying attention to that and making it a part of your your daily ritual and routine so that you don't lose sight of how grateful the experience is because you've literally folded it in to your everyday essence which allows you to stay grounded um, and there's a lot of people who are paying money to go to like grounding retreats to do what you're able to take stock in every single day. Just, and I'm assuming a, a 10 minute walk or so mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. work. That's, that's phenomenal. Like I have to applaud you for it because there's a lot of people who they just don't, they don't slow down enough to really appreciate that. And those intimate relationships, like to your point about, you know, I have a small circle. I'm sure you have riches pouring out mm-hmm. of that small yes. circle of friends yes. because you trust them and it's reciprocal and you don't feel like you have to hide who you really are and keep a mask on with them. You can take it off and they can get all the raw Marista Bogle that they can handle. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I and and I and I will say when when you talk about finances, I am blessed. Mm-hmm. Um so I do have a lifestyle that works for me, and and I can certainly um, enjoy things, you know, the eating out, the you know, the traveling, um, all those things that that make life, um, the sacrifices, you know, great and wonderful because I get to enjoy it, and I certainly have a a, a good life. But it's how much do you need? See, I come from old school. How much do you need? Right. You know, how many more pieces of clothing? How many more? Um, uh, how much more money? And I say to somebody I know very closely who who, who does well, and they're they're tight on it. I say you, you're not going to be buried with it. They're not lining your casket with it. So I believe quality, enjoying life, and I am blessed. And when I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is thank God for me being here. And, and just I just stop. I don't pick up my phone. I'm mm-hmm. not. I just and and I have in my in my bedroom. I have these windows. I, I live up high, and I, I get to see this. Uh, all my, I, I get to see the outside. All I have all four, three, three windows on, um, five, facing three windows, mm-hmm. and I have um, the first thing I see is the daylight in the spring, and the first thing I can fix my eyes on is I have a little sign in my bedroom and it says, "Be brave." Mm, yes, 
Yes. So yes. hold on tight. Mm -hmm. Be thankful for where you are. Yes. Give it all you got because you got another day to make it work. And that's what I look at. The first thing I see besides feeling that sun or that yeah. light on my on my face because I love to wake up to the light. Mm -hmm. um, the first words I see is be brave. That is awesome. Um, and it's, it's a powerful affirmation that you visually get to see, but you embrace it and embody it every single day with everything you have to do because to your point like a part of what you do as an executive director is you have to to face people you've never met who you probably will never see especially when you're talking to like heads of associations mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all kinds of other people that you do and reaching out to them and many of them are are trying to grasp you know what is it that you do you know how how exactly does that work what's in it for me what's in it for my my team my employees my family one of the things that you made me think about, which um, I think is attached to the bravery aspect on so many levels, because I'm thinking selfishly about my husband, and when we go out of town, um, typically I travel a lot and I travel for work, and if I can pack him in my suitcase and take mm. him with me occasionally, he's one of those men that you were talking about um, earlier before the recording. Um, if we go to a new city, he's kind of stuck in the hotel all day. Like, he's just, you know, he's there. And on, because he's an introvert and a creative on some levels, he's fine with that. But if he knew that there was a, a guided experience that could take him to the local art museum, which he loves, or the underground scene where, you know, the historic graffiti that nobody's talking mm -hmm. about that has history connected to it or whatever the case is, that would be something for him to do, which would make his experience being in my suitcase for that week conference a lot more exciting and I know that that's something that you do here you're brave every day and you're helping other people including the spouses that are coming in when their wives or husbands or whatever are doing conferences also have that opportunity to step out and be courageous and try something new mm -hmm. in the city they thought they were gonna be stuck in the hotel with all day yeah that's um that's really that's who we are so we do provide we don't really we don't call them tours, we call them experiences, because yes. what we provide is, is more than a, a tour. But we reach out to groups, and we also reach out uh, to organizations that we know are coming to Philadelphia, whose husbands or wives are participating in a mm -hmm. conference, and we reach out to them, letting them know that let us create an experience for you. So mm -hmm. we, we call them spousal or partner tours. And so um, really, as I said, we're more than a, um, a tour company. We build, we, we create experiences, and they are VIP experiences. Mm -hmm. So you can go to a museum yeah. um, before it opens. Um, you can go into the vaults, um, mm -hmm. into storage, and see things that are not readily available to the open public. Um, we create based upon what you'd like to see and do. Right. So yes, if it is the underground um, graffiti and aerosol art scene, yes. we can do that for you. If it's the Underground Railroad, we can do that. If it's a um, uh, tour of Philadelphia's museums, mm -hmm. um, we've got great American history. Uh, we do things that speak to sacred places and holy sites. Mm -hmm. So we have the Masonic Temple, we mm -hmm. have the, bas uh, the Basilica, we have the AME Mother Bethel's Church. So we have all these different kind of areas that we specialize in. It's not just giving you a tour, it's showing you something you wouldn't have readily available at your hands. Okay. So we can we can really show Philadelphia um, why we love our cheesesteaks and and, um, <laughs> and Rocky, we can just even enhance that experience more with something even more personal to you. 
So that's that's kind of who we are. Well, I think one of the, you know, uh, and you may or may not remember this from a previous conversation you were having when I'm, I'm often talking about how everything for me lines up to the person inside the professional. Like it's, it's all about those personal experiences, to use your word, and bringing things together. And I thought something that was outstanding that you you do here through Philadelphia Hospitality is there's a lot of art and richness and architecture in these homes mm-hmm. of certain Philadelphians. And because of your networking, your relationships, you're able to tap into that. So for certain custom tours, you're able those people are opening up their homes and saying, no, it's all right, Melissa, bring them in. We yeah. trust you because because they're coming through Philadelphia Hospitality as opposed to them coming, you know, on their own, knocking on the door saying, hey, Correct. this is a historical site, let me in, you know, and see your artwork. And I thought that that spoke to the power of your relationships and all the work that you've done, but also to you as a person. Because if you were a different executive director, if you were a different type of personality who didn't respect um, the nuances of people's time and their, their safety and their preciousness that many people who might have used to open up their doors might not have done that with a change of guard. And I give you, you know, respect for that. Well, well, thank you. And thank you for um, uh, clarifying what some of your listeners might be thinking because the organization has been around for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And correct, it has been a change of the guard. And we've had those relationships. And it is about relationships. Yeah. And so... We've maintained them, mm-hmm. um, and it is a wonderful experience for someone who doesn't live in the city right. to come into someone's home. Uh, many times, our tours can easily, um, our experiences will take place in someone's home who may be an artist that wants to share their work. They may have a garden that they um, would like to share because that's their passion, mm-hmm. and they sit and they have lunch in their home, or they can end their day having you know refreshments, cocktails at the end of their day looking at the sunset um so it's it's one of the outstanding elements of of what philadelphia hospitality does and it speaks to hospitality our relationships um our our friends i call them our ambassadors open up their homes Mm -hmm. and let our guests experience philadelphia in a very personal way and i really think that it speaks to you because you know they don't have to continue the relationships and you bring such you know I know the listeners can't see you outside of the beautiful picture that we're going to put up you know with the show bill and everything for you but you are a force to be reckoned with your little tiny package (laughs) that you come in you have this royal presence about you that is very breathtaking and I don't say that lightly it's very regal and very authoritative in a kind and gentle way that's welcoming. And I can imagine being on the other side of, you know, being a homeowner who has this rich art or architecture or whatever the case is, and you being on my phone or at my door saying, hi, I'm Melissa Bogle. Like, it's welcoming, but it's also disarming to, to put another framing on it. And I think that that matters more than anything because you bring that that natural bravery essence, the courage, the the fact that you're you're not walking in this air of arrogance that many people would, you know, in this center city life and these Philadelphia streets. For those who are not from Philadelphia, Philly can be brutal. Philly's a tough town. <laughs> Philly's a tough town. You're right. It is. It is. And sometimes you have to have a certain air, and you don't carry that. 
um, at least not, you know, with me and welcoming them. Maybe when we walk them down an alleyway, maybe. But <laughs> yeah, I've got to have a little lure by little Becky bag. Um, excuse me with me, yeah. Exactly. Um, but I think that that speaks volumes to you as a person and and everything that you've carried with you because you're, you're not new to this. You're not new to dealing with executive level folk or dealing with lay folk. You're, you're bringing that to the table in such a, um, a humble way. So I thank you for that. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you. So, you know, I'm curious, and I know the listeners are too, before we get done. You know, you see all things. You know about this culture. You know about all these exciting, entertaining places that nobody knows about in Philly. And I'm, I know you travel outside of that. What do you do for yourself to just unapologetically pause and take care of you? No matter how simple or how lavish, what's one of your favorite things to do? Hmm. <laughs> I would say I... I'm a bit of a loner. Okay. So, um, and that's worked for and against me. So, I don't know, I pamper myself. I um, I will easily, because I go out a lot at night, and those times when I'm home, you know, it's with something that I want. Okay. It's all of the accoutrements that feel good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's the, the extra soft, you know, blanket on my couch when I'm watching bad TV um, <laughs> and eating and, and enjoying everything I want. But I, I pamper myself. Um, I, I do. I do. Um, I just try and take care of myself. It's only one body I got. And oh, so um, I just try and take care of me. Um, reading late, reading in, into my evening makes me feel good. Falling asleep with a book. I know it sounds pretty boring, but um, taking care of myself, my mind, my body, and my soul, and feeling, feeling nourished yeah. in all of those ways. Mm-hmm. So I like to eat really good food, and I like to eat healthy. I like to take care of my body. Yeah. My, my, I, I, just, I just have to come back and deal with me, because I feel that's really what I've got. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think that's that loner in me. So, but I certainly love breaking bread with my, my, my sisterhood. It's not a bad way to look at life even if you're an extrovert one body one mind one spirit like you at the end of the day you are your biggest competitor you are your biggest barrier you know right and you are left no matter how popular you are you are left, left to with yourself. you right exactly. and i do a lot of uh, talking to myself <laughs> right i do it's an article that says the smartest people in the world talk to themselves <laughs> just try not to answer too often <laughs> that's awesome mariska you have been such a pleasure and it has been an amazing experience to be in your presence and in your energy space and to hear from you and glean from you all of the great things you've talked about on and off um, audio I want to say on camera but on and off audio it's been phenomenal and I know the listeners are absolutely appreciating this so how can they follow up with you to find out more about Philadelphia hospitality and just connect to the next level of their potential experience well, um, first, let me thank you um, for even asking me to um, speak with you and your listeners. And I think you're very, not I want to say pretty, you're a phenomenal woman. You really are. Um, I'd like to even get to know you more. I mean, I think that there's even some opportunities. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you, I, 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 I'm pleasant to a lot of people. I don't connect with everyone. Okay. And I think that people feel that way about me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, um but however they can connect um, with the organization or with me personally, um, Philadelphia Hospitality, um, 
I'm, I'm accessible. So um, my email is, is my name, Mariska, M-A-R-I-S-K-A, at philahospitality.org. So that's the, the company name, and my name is Mariska Bogle, and you, if you want to get more personal, it's Mariska Bogle at Gmail. So it's easy to reach me. It's easy to reach me. I'm accessible. That, that Philly girl came out at the end. Uh-oh, you were like, it's go. easy to reach hey, me. Hey, here I am. So no, but thank you for this opportunity. Really, really. You're real good people. I, I'm, thank you. I got a lot to learn from you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> so awesome. I super appreciate you. So you don't go anywhere at all. Stay right there. Balance Boldly listeners, this has been another phenomenal opportunity that God has allowed me to sit in the energy space of someone, whether virtually or in person. And I am super appreciative that you have taken this time out on your run, your walk, your jog, whatever it is that you're doing right now while you're listening to this episode to allow us to invest these seeds that we're implanting in your life, your business, and in your relationships. If you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share this episode to all the other bold women in business and brave men that are out there that need more tools and methods to help them balance boldly in every area that matters. Um, A little gentle honesty that I like to end every episode with is my takeaway from our our guests for the day um, and kind of my spin on what they said that really resonated with me Um, and what Mariska Bogle left me with and so many different things it was hard for me to choose as I was actively listening and participating in our conversation uh, was don't be afraid to be curious and just be yourself you have one body one mind one spirit take care of you because you matter So that's a little gentle honesty from Mariska Bogle, my little personal takeaway of how she's affected me today. And I hope that you feel the same. Of course, you guys know how to reach her. All of the contact information will be at the bottom of the show notes on iTunes, Google Play, and all the places this podcast can be heard. So make sure you actually click the link and get your tours booked. It is very important that you do that. Uh, If you have any questions for me, you know you can reach me at Balance Boldly on all the core social mediums, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm happy to take your questions. Until next time, just enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly.